0: hello welcome to art on a podcast the podcast created by the not-for-profit organization art on a postcard this series will be having some exclusive conversations with some of the phenomenal contributing artists to our international women's day art on a postcard auction all of the artists have generously donated postcard sized mini masterpieces to help us continue to raise funds for the hepatitis c trust We discuss what inspires them, how they work, and the contemporary art landscape. I'm Rosa Tor, researcher and content creator for Art on a Postcard, and today we'll be turning the mic on ourselves with our founder and director, Gemma Pepe, as well as team members Felicity Suter and Georgie Lillington. To find out more about anything discussed in today's episode, all information can be found at artonapostcard.com. art on a podcast, first podcast of the series um, and we thought that we'd turn the mic on ourselves and just introduce ourselves. So I'll start, I'm um, Rose Rosetor and I'm the content creator and researcher at Art on a Postcard. So for previous auctions I've been helping with finding artists online and in books and galleries and then more recently I've started making some films. I've been going into studios of artists like Anita Klein, I'll be doing Caroline Coons soon as well which would be really exciting and that's just filming them in their studios in their environment and
1: asking them about their practice and their process and yeah so Gemma we'll start with you. So yes so my name is Gemma Pepe and I founded Art on a Postcard in 2014 because basically I've been fundraising for the Trust doing things like gigs and photo Mm. shows and all sorts of things that raised a bit of money but not nothing really you know that broke the bank and um, our first postcard auction did extremely well and I just thought I can just do this all the time the hepatitis C trust which I've been working at for over 10 years now um, it's a very difficult charity to raise money for what I realized and what I have realized is whoever I get involved, whatever I do, the people don't care about the charity and, you know, you've got to have something that people yeah. actually want. And, you know, that you get the odd person that cares about the charity because they've got a reason to, but on the whole they don't. Mm. Uh, so in order to raise money, you have to have something that people want to actually have. Yeah. And, uh, and this is proven that people do... People want back. art. Yeah. Time and time again, yeah. Yeah, people definitely. want art, people want art, you know, good art. The idea of having, you know, a little tiny mini masterpiece is very, very attractive to yeah. people, so yeah.
0: Yeah, and we've had some huge names in the past, haven't we? Yeah. Who, who were, th- were the ones that stood out for you that we've had?
1: I mean, Damien Hirst, obviously, because it gets, there's such a buzz if you have Damien Hirst in. Mm. Uh, and also because what happens is when you have him in, the money goes everywhere because everyone's trying to... Yes, which one's him? Yes, because
0: it's anonymous. The auctions are anonymous, so
1: they mostly are. Yeah, the International Women's Day auction isn't because it just seemed a weird thing to do something for International Women's Day and then say all these women are anonymous. So (laughs) yeah, so I so we took the decision to to like not do this one as an anonymous auction, and because of that, everyone had to be like really high standard. Because you know you can't do that thing of go, go well we'll chuck in all these like not very well known people with these very well known people and yeah. you might get the Damien Hirst you might get the you know unknown stuckist yeah. artist that I had to be very careful re- researching the International Women's Day mm-hmm. it was quite slow for that reason that but...
0: yeah so the, the the decision to make this to make this one not anonymous an open, yeah. open auction yeah um, for the International Women's Day why,
1: why? Uh, so because if you're going to do an all female lineup let's kind of really make a big noise about who's taking part Mm -hmm. and it's not a rare thing thank goodness nowadays to have an all-female lineup but when I was researching I honestly came across so many galleries that only had one or two women represented Mm -hmm. one or two women so uh, it's good to sort of really make a noise about all the women that are taking part. Mm-hmm. And are you excited by any of the names that we've got? So, we? so excited. <laughs> I know that you are. So. <laughs> Caroline Coon, yeah. who I think we all are. Yeah. I mean, incredibly impressive in that she's just plugged away and done her own thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, she, she's uh, had paintings not shown at the tape because there's been an erect penis. And she's just sort of gone, well, I won't remove the penis. Yeah, definitely. You know, she's just done what she's done, and now it's all coming to the fore. She's ahead of her time. And also, I love this painting she did about sex work, where it's just a normal street, and it's like a normal everyday London scene with a man in a raincoat, Going down some stairs yeah. into a basement, and, and that's it's the so scale of that. Like in
0: within the picture, that little man is just down there in the corner, It's just yeah. enough to sort of draw yeah. you in and create a lot of intrigue about this yeah. interaction that's about to take place. Yeah, because
1: the man, in terms of the scale of the picture, is tiny. Yeah. yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, yes, it's and it. Intense. I like what she's saying, and I like her. Um, also, I'm very. Um, Medina Duggar is one that we've all just come across, and I, I love her. Lovely, like they're like a celebration of you know Muslim women's dress oh, yeah. and the colour yeah. and the you know they're all sort of like jumping and the the material kind of flows when they jump and yeah and twist and mm. they're, yeah they're brilliant yeah. um so they're photographs um and she's one of the few photographers we've got in actually um so um I'm very excited about getting something in from the gorilla Girls I've got no idea what they'll send in and mm. we haven't got it in yet so I did double check with them that they're on schedule and they are yeah, yeah. so that's because they're legendary we constantly have such a wide variety of
0: artists and such an inter like a huge international roster of artists that participate in every single auction how like i know how it works but do you want to explain a bit about how the curation process works like how we get people in what draws us to specific artists or
1: okay we 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 have a sort of loose theme for each show mm-hmm. so this one was women obviously but people have to, you have to be an artist who is earning their living by selling art and that's not not even an illustrator we don't really go for illustrators we go for people who had gallery shows who've had solo shows and i think that's what differentiates us from the, you know other charity postcard auctions is that we don't just go for you know Grayson Grayson perry you know these very very big names a lot of auctions have the very big names and then the rest is filler yeah Whereas we carefully select every single person. So, one of the standout cards from our last auction was uh, from Florine, this Haitian artist called Florine Desmathin, who did a perfect rendition of what she does, mm. you know, mm. which is the cards that work best, is when they represent themselves in a small format. Yeah. yeah. Um, and her card went for over £3,000 because she's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she's a very well known artist but she was maybe you know someone that in England we wouldn't really have seen her work so much because yeah I mean she's like I say she's Haitian but but um but we've had like Maria Abramovich Marina Abramovich and you could never none of us knew what she was going to send in it was impossible to know and when she did send it it was like I couldn't have guessed and And obviously no one did and no one did so people because it was the
0: that was when it was an anonymous auction and it went for, I think one of them went for, what, 600 quid yeah. or something for a Marina Abramovich? It was £600 for a Marina Is Yeah, and that's like one of the most exciting things for me about these auctions is that you just see this artwork sort of democratising and people kind of going online, rushing online and guessing and the whole game that comes around it, like people that constantly support us, some of them now are nailing it, like they're getting so good at just picking out who's who. There's always people that go under the radar, and that's the most exciting thing.
1: There is, and one person who went a bit under the radar last time was uh, David Heifer. Now, he's an established mm. English artist. Yeah. He shows at Flowers, he was at the Slade, he would have been taught by Coldstream. You know, he's like a very, like, you know, his paintings go start at about 90,000, but yeah. he took part, and they, someone said to me afterwards, who was really, really influenced by him, uh, Mandy Payne, mm. who, who's another uh, regular, she said, "I just didn't know he was there. You know, I would have bought his stuff. I was so influenced by. Him. You can see why Mandy Payne would be, because she does urban scenes, and so does he. He does. He's he's one of the first people to do these like yeah, blocks of flats. Yeah, and, yeah. He's, people think our, our auctions have gone up in price, which they have because they're successful. But you can still really, really get these bargains. Absolutely. You have to look hard. Yeah, and you but study the list yeah. and look all at the of work. them
0: signed on the back as well. So like." you know signed artworks
1: original artworks by some of the world's
0: most renowned artists
1: we but certainly put the work in i mean we take yeah. weeks curating an months, auction and or a couple of months I yeah think. Yeah. And, there's a, and we don't just go for anyone that will... You have to be invited. It's not anyone that will mm. that says, oh, I, can I... Because we get a lot of people saying, can I yeah. donate? And then you have a look at their work and you just think, yeah. mm,
0: no. I think we're both um, really drawn to the really fantastic, interesting painters yeah. that are doing something... You know, you come across a lot of... Which is... It's great to have the, uh, the difference as well. But for me, we come across a lot of, like, you know, more graphic or... Um, Uh, urban-y type of of art that um, I think is really exciting in certain contexts but definitely I think some of the painters that we get in are doing things, you know, pushing what painting can do and experimenting and making really fantastic series that genuinely excite us and we're so proud to put that out and um, yeah, yeah, I think but then
1: in the international Women's Day auction, we've got people who who are ma- really making more of a statement, even though they're very adept, like Polly Nor, mm, who's yeah. a great person to absolutely, yeah, have in, a, in a women's auction. Yeah,
0: yeah, her her artwork is absolutely brilliant. I think we all felt enough with her on, over Instagram, didn't we? It's just amazing what also social media has done for the art world as well. And we do some research off of Instagram. And some some. I not I
1: don't do as much as I used to. Because yeah. I've, what I've found is that often when I see something on Instagram, it looks better than I think it is.
0: <laughs> the power of social media. Yeah. The <laughs> algorithms. Yeah. So I actually haven't been so involved in this International Women's Day auction, but two people who have been <laughs> handling the artworks and archiving them and putting them out there on social media um, are Georgie and Felicity. <laughs> So would you both like to introduce yourselves?
2: Sure. Okay, yeah, I'm Georgie, so I basically just work with all the artworks as they come in. As Rosa said, logging them, looking through all of them, scanning them, getting them up on the website, so that you can all look through them before the auctions, um, which actually is a really exciting job because we get to see the artwork as it comes in. Yeah.
0: Has it been coming in thick and fast this mm-hmm. year?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been good, I guess. After Christmas, we've been waiting. For like the big names to come in, but we had a big batch in yesterday of 37 cards, so it was exciting. Hard. Yeah. Wow. So people were obviously taking the time over Christmas. Yeah, which yeah. is really nice to take time and do some really nice cards for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so
0: Felicity, um, would you like to introduce yourself and what you do here at Art and a Postcard?
3: Yeah, sure. I'm Felicity. I'm the commercial manager here at Art and a Postcard and my role is to manage all of our marketing to make sure our message gets out there to raise as much money for the Hepatitis C Trust as possible.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Fantastic
0: so between the both of you you've been obviously uh, handling the artwork and seeing it as it comes in mm-hmm. um, are there any that have caught your eye this year?
3: Yeah definitely so As Gemma said before, Caroline Kuhn has donated work to our auction, which Mm. is amazing because she's kind of the woman of the moment in the art world, Mm. and she's given us two pieces that are essentially just miniature versions of what she always creates anyway, so she's done one sketch and one painting of a football scene which is very stereotypical of her style and challenges gender and sexuality from a very kind of feminist standpoint so those two are fantastic and would actually be amazing if bought as a pair because the sketch is kind of a a preliminary yeah preliminary sketch for study for the painting itself
0: yeah and the painting is it it's of the women's world cup is it
3: yeah i think so yeah
1: i think it might be because it was done during the women's world cup so yeah i went to see
3: england versus germany it was great (laughs) (laughs) You're a football player. I I am. am. It's very exciting.
0: Can you play football as well? (laughs) That is really cool. I think that's probably the coolest thing any of us do, really. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Um, But, um,
3: yeah, yeah, so paintings are my favourite medium that we usually get in. And then another painter who does something quite different, who I also love, is Anita Klein. Mm. And she does these really kind of tranquil paintings of women in their kind of domestic and maternal environment but yeah. they're also very powerful yeah. women yeah. it's hard to explain but um, sh- the pieces that she's given us are lino and acrylic on paper yeah. and one of them features um, I think it might be a self-portrait of her with her baby yeah um, so yeah very different style and subject matter but equally as beautiful
0: i visited anita in her studio yesterday for the uh, making a film of her studio and i asked her about motherhood and why it keeps recurring in her work Mm -hmm. and stuff and she just said that it's her life that's like you know she wouldn't want to paint outside of her own experience and um being a mother and being an artist are both just as strong within her and you know the two things are entwined constantly mm. so yeah definitely I think for International Women's Day it's great to have some of that represented
1: as well well she, yeah. she's a grandmother now isn't she so mm-hmm. she paints now her grandchildren as well yeah and her daughter with her daughter with yeah. her children it's, it's nice yeah, yeah.
3: Yes. um and is there any others um we have a great drawing by Catherine Bernhardt which is pen on paper which again is just a miniature version of what she does on a usually a very large scale she has a lot of kind of wall murals but the colors that she uses are really bright and vibrant and yeah the quality of line in her drawing is just amazing it's of r2d2 with some bananas around it (laughs) Um, (laughs) which yeah yeah, it's very typical of her style she's done um drawings of like toucans and pineapples and then uh the pink panther and cigarettes and yeah yeah really playful Yeah.
0: yeah beautiful and there's that lovely sort of like turquoisey green yeah. color that keeps recurring as well yeah um, yeah. So yeah that one's beautiful. really
3: interesting and then another person is uh, a mixed media piece by justine smith so it's called notes for women mm-hmm. um and it incorporates a one pound note mm. from the bank of england um, they used to look like that yeah so that's really cool <laughs> and I think what's interesting about her work she always uses money as one of the mediums in her work and kind of challenging the power of money but the fact that it's printed on paper which is this kind of thing that we would usually use and then for, throw away and she kind of yeah challenges mm. that aspect of it and then bringing in notes for women which I think is very funny yeah recycle reuse yeah maybe don't recycle that Find <laughs> <but laughs> <laughs> on the back <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, And Georgie, what about yourself? Is there any... Because you've been
2: scanning all the artwork as it comes in. You must have been really busy this week. (laughs) Yeah, it has been busy. Um, It's nice to get things that kind of aren't just a postcard as well. So we've got these, like, Claire Partington ceramics, um, which is really interesting as well because she's kind of challenging even the postcard aspect, actually putting her own Mm. miniature work onto it. Um, She's kind of done this, like, regal gold hair, which she usually does. She's known for her um, ceramics sort of regal figures in like traditional dress kind of thing, but then mm. she kind of... Subverts chucks, it. Yeah, yeah, subverts it and um, adds in something that doesn't quite fit. So she's put these kind of like plastic looking um, hair clips on top of the gold hair, which is like really right. effective and interesting. Mm. I think a lot of people will be excited by these. And then I've also got some more paintings, which are by Jenny Ebb figures. Mm -hmm. Um, So these are really good. I really like how they're all named like different makeup. So they're called like blue eyeliner, green eyeshadow. They're like these kind of distorted paintings of faces. I'm always somehow drawn to like portraiture or just faces. Mm. Even if I try to stay away from it, I always just end up liking the faces with the eyes. Mm. And we always seem to get loads of faces in our (laughs) auctions as well. (laughs) This one's called Blue Eyeliner. Mm-hmm. So it kind of looks like she's got like a crushed blue eye with this like distorted paint that you can see it's supposed to be her hand on her face. It's
3: mm-hmm. a really re- clever use of paint.
2: Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know it was just like zoomed in that it was hand, but it works
0: pretty really well. Yeah, so and I'll it being makeup, it kind of looks like someone with loads of makeup on and sort of like smushed their face against the card. There's supposed yeah. to be a really like textual, like sensual kind of
2: element to it. Yeah. Mm. The colours are really nice.
0: Yeah, so all of the funds as usual for this auction, 100% of the proceeds go to the Hepatitis C Trust. And this specifically is going to the women's prisons? Yeah,
1: so we support the Hepatitis C Trust campaign to eliminate Hepatitis C by the year 2025, which is happening. We started at 2030, but we've managed to draw that back to 2025 because of the amazing work that the Trust has been doing. Yes. This particular auction, the next one coming, the international Women's Day, the money is going to women's prisons because um we're doing a lot of work in the in prisons because C has passed quite a lot in prisons and um so it's really to stop it being passed and to treat people in prisons and um you know now the drugs are there's great drugs before they were you know it was chemo, and people just didn't want to do the treatment. But now there's no reason not to because Mm. it's just, you know, it's just pills and it clears it up very quickly. So what they found is that there's more women in prison with hepatitis C than men. And that's largely because a lot of women go to prison for drug-related offences when actually they should be going to rehab, but they end up in prison. And they've also found that if you treat women, they tend to go and carry the message so, you know, in the co- women in the community are sort of, like, caregivers and, and, and mm-hmm. message givers. And, you know, mm-hmm. so so if you treat a woman, she'll then sort of, like, tell the rest of her community or the family or whatever. Whereas if you treat a man, it's you, you just treat that one person. So they're looking at the female estate first and mm-hmm. wanting to eliminate Hepatitis C from the female estate first. Yeah. And actually, uh, we'll be talking to the girls that go into the prisons. Yeah, they'll be... If- Film also coming out,
0: and um, following them on their work, um, up and da- they go up and down the country. Before, so we're be going to Bristol with them, and yeah, it's a peer-led scheme. And I was speaking peer to them to peer. recently, peer-to-peer, and I was speaking to them recently, and it's just you can't underestimate the power of two women that have, I'll you know, let them tell their own story. But two women that have been through the same similar situations to the women in the prisons, and so the effectiveness of getting them treated and the support that they can provide. And it kind of becomes more pastoral, like in general, doesn't it? Than even th- getting them tested for the Hep C. It's also their drug addiction, their sense of self worth, their self care, all, all of that sort of stuff, and finding a support network and a community around them. And that's what the Hep C Trust are providing these yeah. women with. And the knock
1: on effect from getting treated is, is enormous, the mm. ripples that, that then go out after that. But yeah, we'll be covering all of that. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, we'll be back. with another episode we'll be interviewing um, one of our artists Felicity, where can people keep up to date and have a look at this artwork that you guys have been discussing with
3: us so all of the artwork is available to view on our website at artonapostcard.com and then follow us on social media at artonapostcard on on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter and that's where you can see everything Mm -hmm. I've seen some
0: of your little Gifts and videos and pictures coming online they are yeah. beautiful there's a lot of
3: mixed <laughs> content coming up to keep things exciting so, yeah. <laughs> lovely okay thank
0: you everyone podcast one done <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to Art on a Podcast to find out more about anything in today's episode go to artonapostcard.com and be sure to follow us on all our social channels at artonapostcard goodbye